stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. In these times, we have to unify. We have to come together and send one very clear, strong, unmistakable message that acts or threats of political violence of any kind have no place in the United States of America. Something that needs to be said today, um, whether he uh, lives up to that uh, rhetoric going forward, I guess, remains to be seen. But yeah, this is something obvious that needs to be condemned, domestic terrorism, uh, as others have been calling it. A number of political figures uh, have been targeted by this uh, suspicious packages containing explosive devices. Uh, Sent to former President Barack Obama, uh, sent to Hillary Clinton, sent to George Soros, uh, sent to former CIA Director John Brennan, although the individual, whoever sent this package, sent it to CNN, thinking he worked there. Apparently, he's an employee at uh, NBC and MSNBC. Uh, So that was in New York today. Also, Congress um, women uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Maxine Waters also apparently targeted by this. This was uh, today in New York, FBI special agent in charge, uh, Brian Parman, talking about the investigation. I know that a lot of uh, the public right now is scared and concerned, and there's a lot of confusion surrounding this. I want to assure you that the reason we are here, because the totality of the federal, state, and local authorities will investigate this thoroughly and follow every lead and every we will turn over every rock, we will turn every corner, and we will talk to everybody that we have to in order to mitigate this threat. The, the mission of the New York Joint Terrorism Task Force and is to protect the American people and uphold the Constitution. The utilization of violence in order to further one's own political agenda is unacceptable to us, and we will not rest until we find this, stop these uh, hazardous devices from being mailed, and bring the individual or individuals to justice. We have no better partners in the NYPD, the New York State Police, and the entirety of the Joint Terrorism Task Force. We will be on this until the day uh, that we find this individual and bring him to justice. I'd like to thank NYPD and our partners on the task force, as well as the United States Secret Service, as well as the U.S. Capitol Police, as well as the Westchester County authorities for the cooperation and collaboration that we have thus far. All right, so joining us now for the latest on the uh, investigation, very pleased to welcome to the program James Flippin, who's uh, correspondent with NBC News Radio. James, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Now, it's almost tough to keep up on this. We'd heard reports about um, a package sent to former Attorney General Eric Holder, a package sent to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Do we know how many we're talking about even at this point? Yeah, I mean, at this point, obviously, the goal is to figure out exactly how many of these packages are out there. But at least in the tri-state area here in New York City and surrounding New Jersey, Connecticut, and up in the Westchester area, we know of those two packages that were sent to the suburbs, Uh, at the home of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, also at the home of billionaire uh, hedge fund manager George Soros, which was on Monday. Here in Manhattan, we had the one package that was sent to the Time Warner building, which is where CNN broadcasts from. And then there was a package sent to Governor Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, 
who uh, originally there were some conflicting reports. It was maybe connected to this same incident, maybe it wasn't. Then the governor at the press conference briefing everybody said he did, in fact, receive a suspicious package. Now it appears as though that was actually a computer file that was sent to him, a thumb drive that had information on this other group and this other incident um, connected to political unrest and animus that happened here in Manhattan a, a week or so ago. So we know of the uh, one package for sure that was deemed a you know live explosive and then detonated off-site here in Manhattan. There was also the two in the suburban area of New York. That's really what I've been focusing on. But like you said, uh, we know of one package that was sent back to Florida because the re return address was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the congresswoman down there in Miami. And then also, obviously, uh, it appears as though lately there was a report of Maxine Waters out in California having received the package. Uh, whether or not that was intercepted or actually you know got to one of her mail sorters, that remains to be seen. So it would appear then in four of these instances, um, the, the Obama, the, the Clintons, Soros, and, and CNN, that, that these were pipe bombs, essentially. Yeah, small improvised pipe bombs is what they're calling it. And it's, you know, there's, a, there's an image out there right now that it does not appear to be uh, from law enforcement, although that remains to be seen. At least some media outlets are, are reproducing an image that, you know, does show some little metal pipe with wires coming out of either side, black electric tape wrapped around it. Um, also, the package that was sent to CNN apparently included a envelope with white powder. Uh, but we do know for a fact, at least according to what law enforcement is telling us, that there was a live explosive in that device that made its way to the CNN mailroom. That was then dealt with by the bomb squad here in New York City. Uh, they used this big truck that almost looks like a dump truck, if you will. It's a capsule. They call it the bomb truck. They drove it up to the Bronx here in New York City where the bomb squad represents a, or maintains a training site. And that's where it was actually detonated. But, you know, as far as the contents of the, of the package uh, sent to former President Obama and, and also the packages that were sent to uh, the Clintons and then on Monday, um, you know, George Soros, it does appear as though those are all very similar packages. Uh, to what extent exactly that will unfold in the next couple of days. Now, as far as my understanding is then with the, uh, at least in the instance of the Obama family, the Clinton family, they, they would still have uh, some level of Secret Service protection that, that mail like this, that they wouldn't even be, be handling that in the first place. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Rob. Basically, um, the, the majority of the people involved uh, in this incident uh, would have people that look at their mail. And actually, the um, you know, Obama family there in, in that section of D.C., and the Clintons in suburban New York, that device, that package, never actually made it to their home uh, based off the fact that they have those mail handlers and, and people that are actually sorting their mail for them. So, yeah, that's a good point by you. These are not actually um, realistically uh, packages where, you know, somebody's going to be going through their uh, bills or something like that and, and, and opens up something unbeknownst to them. That is, in fact, a danger. Uh, no less nefarious, obviously, potentially, but yet, to your point, um, a little bit different than, say, maybe somebody else who just received something randomly in the mail and is going to go open it like that. At this point, though, it seems though authorities are at least acting on the presumption that there's a connection between all of this. Maybe it's one individual, maybe it's it's numerous individuals, but that it's it's all connected. Yeah, certainly. I mean, the the question of of who, and then connecting back to your initial question, you know, how many are still out there? If they are, 
uh, are the big questions. But the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force, which is a combination of local and federal authorities that works uh, in, in you know various locations throughout the states. Also, the New York City Police Department does have a counterterrorism unit. They're all working in concert to kind of look at these incidents together. So take that for what it is. But, yeah, it does seem as though they're looking very closely at what kind of connection exists between all these incidents. And uh, there's an assumption that perhaps they are all connected. Well, there's certainly a common thread in terms of the intended victims, uh, a political common thread. I mean, it's, it's we certainly heard uh, the comment from the president and other Republicans who have uh, been condemning this. There have been some voices uh, out there on, online uh, suggesting that, you know, this is um, a hoax or it's, you know, a false flag. It's, it's all political. I mean, obviously, it's a very emotional political time in the U.S. What about uh, the political ramifications of all of this? Well, you know, the reporters at the um, press event that the New York City Police Department, FBI, uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, Governor Andrew Cuomo, that they all held together, uh, reporters asked both Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo, you know, top prominent Democrats, uh, for sure locally, but they have some national um, exposure as well, you know, what they would say to, what the president, uh, what their message would be to President Trump. And, and you know, to an extent, they, they seem to want to avoid uh, really getting into that. But they also said, look, clearly, whatever kind of disagreement you have politically, left of center, right of center, this, that, the other, uh, violence in the name of politics is not tolerated. I heard the soundbite you played from the uh, FBI um, director that basically said, look, this is not something we tolerate. We're going to look at this very closely. And, you know, uh, the president at his uh, comments were were made um, in, in that same vein. Uh, don't know if you saw this, but the president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, released his own statement where he basically said there's a total and complete lack of understanding at the White House about the seriousness of their continued attacks on the media. So while not, you know, explicitly tying this event today to President Trump, you know, Jeff Zucker basically did mention him you know, pretty clearly in that statement. And uh, as far as what the local leaders in politics are saying, you know, they're basically trying to uh, maybe talk out of both sides of their mouth by saying, you know, we need to avoid the political animus, but at the same time, political animus may have some sort of role in this. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting question and seeing how that all plays out, especially this close to the midterm elections here in the stage, uh, which is coming up early next month. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Indeed. James, uh, thanks so much for making some time for us here. Appreciate the update. Thanks, Rob. Take, Take care. care. You too. James Flippin uh, is in New York, uh, correspondent with NBC News Radio. So the latest on this investigation, uh, but obviously uh, authorities looking at this as, as though it's linked. 403-974-8255 is the number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.